0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra on Love 99.5 in Kumasi and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions including Radio Justice Tamale, Radio Kpando Kpando, Fafa, Radio Jujie and Jata FM Karaga. We're live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream and my Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of Quality people. PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. The only water storage tank with a level indicator where zero plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, name, prosecute and shame all individuals involved in illegal mining. Some radical solutions from panelists on join users national dialogue on illegal mining to deal with a growing menace.
1: I believe going forward, we can strengthen law enforcement. We need to identify and implement alternative livelihood schemes.
0: And that the trimeque that we are
2: doing would have to. St- Stop. We need to plant certain things that to absorb or take out the poison.
0: Meanwhile, politician and lawyer Inosu Fufseni believes citizens should take up the fight because government has failed.
3: Escalate the fight, make it civil, community level. There are many good people more than the bad people.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Get them to defend their lands. Government has failed. Let's defend our lands.
0: We have details of that. Also this afternoon, parents endure lengthy hours and queues in a bid to secure senior high school admission for the awards.
4: The arrangement is the problem that we are facing here. People that wake up around five o'clock, they were here. As of now, they haven't even received their, their forms. Go and take a passport picture. We did it. And then they attach it to their forms. And we are waiting for us to, to be called.
0: We're live on the grounds this afternoon also. Electoral Commission expresses worry over what it describes as a deliberate attempt by some individuals to distract security during elections to mar the image of institutions responsible for holding free and fair elections. We have sports.
5: House of Folk board members reiterate they are the right men for the job despite the club's recent struggles.
0: There will be no haircuts. That was President Kovado in October 2022 before the announcement of the domestic debt exchange program. Well, the DDEP is a year old today and will bring you all the interesting bites over the period there will be no haircuts take a haircut i don't know what a little bit of hair left on my head i want i'm not going to take a haircut exactly 365 days since finance minister Ken kenoforiata announced the domestic debt exchange program popularly known as ddp these and more coming up shortly here on the midday news with me Mamie nyamichi thompson we are your home of independent fearless and credible journalism As the nation grapples with a growing threat of illegal mining, Joy News' national dialogue on Monday saw panellists proposing radical solutions to combat it. One of the recommendations is to identify, prosecute, and publicly shame all individuals involved. Panellists also emphasised the urgent need for implementation of stringent laws which will serve as deterrents and also serve as a means to regulate the industry and protect the environment from irreversible damage. Here's a wrap from yesterday's conversation. The Forestry Commission,
4: for the first time, admitted that over 30 forest reserves across the nation are currently being exploited by illegal miners. Hugh Brown represented the commission. Out of our 288 forest reserves, 34 of them
1: have issues with illegal mining, a number of them with excavators. I think since May, two more
4: have come to join, so we are now around 36 forest reserves. He says. The commission is not equipped to deal with the armed miners who protect some of these mining sites. Last year, November first, the military detachment was withdrawn. So,
1: I mean, I'm the executive director of the forest services division. It's my but Just so
0: we know,
1: on whose orders? I, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm, we told. The commission
0: was not communicated. No, to No,
1: we're told they were undertaking um, some exercise to clean up the system because uh, there were some lapses, and they are not back yet. We've been persistently asking for that report.
4: Mohammed Adam Suparu, the member of Parliament for Sisala West constituency and a member of the Lands Committee in Parliament, stressed that acknowledging the country's failure is the first step towards solving this critical issue. We have failed our people. We have failed as leaders. We must admit that we have failed. Then we start looking out for solutions. Dr. Ken Ashibe the convener of the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining emphasized that the trial and error approach extensively used in illegal small-scale mining needs to become a thing of the past.
2: We need to now insist that small-scale mining would only happen in places that we've done the surveys in and that the trial and that we are doing would have to stop. We should insist that Parliament passes a law That places of global significant biodiversity areas should not be mined at. Hugh Brown
4: advocated for more lucrative alternative livelihoods to steer them away from illegal mining sites. I believe going forward we can strengthen law enforcement. Dr. Fimpon Barton suggested that the Ministry of Agric could initiate planting certain crops like
2: sunflower and cabbages which have the capability to absorb heavy metals. It will be very dangerous to eat Vegetables, especially salads, greens from many areas because of the pollution. That is why we do what we call phytoremediation. And I think the Ministry of Agriculture should think about these things. We need to plant certain things that to absorb or take out the poison, uh, the metals in the body. So we know that if you plant sunflower, uh, it will absorb magnesium and chromium. Cabbage and broccoli will take care of lead, zinc, and cadmium. So also water lettuce, which will absorb Cadmium, Mercury, Chromium and copper. But how do we end all of this
4: once and for all? Professor Frimpon-Barton has an interesting answer. So Point. the radical solution mm-hmm.
2: is that big people, great journalists who are involved, you stop. I wish maybe you could shoot them all them up. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a wrap of yesterday's conversation. Now, politician and lawyer Innocent Fusseini believes citizens must now take up the fight to curb illegal mining.
3: It is only true Pictures like Rasmus and your, that okay. is bringing out the dangers and probably, doctor. Now you understand them because if you don't go to the Galamsey sites and you are in Accra, you will never appreciate. And the pictures don't come to you. Okay. You will never appreciate what we. My plea to, doctor Kenasie and probably the lecturer Lego escalate the fight, make it civil, community level. There are many good people more than the bad people. Mm-hmm. Get them to defend their lands. Government has failed. Let's defend our lands.
0: Let's stay a while longer on this conversation. A high court judge, Justice Lidia Say Mafo, wants the Minerals and Mining Act amended to target cheese and farmers who give out their lands to illegal miners. The judge suggested this Monday while laying out the centers for N1, popularly known as action 1. My colleague James Avergy joins me in studio with these details. James, tell us more.
6: Yes, yes, So so uh, yesterday as part of the judgment, well, after the judge spent time to read out her judgment, she passed a few remarks on this whole thing. And she indicated that looking at the photos, the videos, and other evidence that was presented before her, mm-hmm. she feels that this whole illegal mining is become so detrimental to the environment and that the issue has risen beyond an individual's fight into a national state where all of us need to be concerned. It was at that point that, for instance, she says that uh, she feels she wish she has right. the right to uh, uh, give a tougher punishment she had the right to give a judgment based on the new law that will give some more years to aisha wang based on what she has seen and it was in that regard that she mentioned the fact that uh, we need to move beyond prosecuting only the illegal miners mm-hmm. like aisha wang right. and take the cost to the chiefs and farm owners who give out this lands well,
5: because land because if
6: we expand that and we prosecute them that is the only way we can win the fight against mm-hmm. And so calling for the amendment of the minerals and mining act to include chiefs and other people who give us this lands as well
0: right thank you very much james avad was in court for us yesterday well deputy attorney general alfred Triat has embraced the suggestion by the high court judge he spoke to evans Menson on pm express
6: but the AG's department, you are for this. You are for amendment to, to also make the giving out of land for Galantia. Exactly.
1: If you give out to land, lab governor, we see cocoa farmers giving out their lands. You tell them, they, they, they are so bold to come on, on, on set and say, yes, that's my cocoa farm. Remember watching the video? It's, it's, the yes, that's my cocoa I farm. The That's account. my farm. I, I sell it and so what? So we may have to look at that stage and parents bring it in, into our law so that if you give your land out to anybody to do illegal mining, if it's legal mining, you don't have the kind of right to give land to anyone apart from the government mm. when it comes to mining. People do it and then eventually people go in and do illegal mining.
0: Well, Mr. Chia has also been justifying why Justice Lidio Mafu, in the Aisha 1 ruling restricted sentencing to the Old Minerals and Mining Act 2006, Act 703, instead of the Amended Law Act 995, which would have seen one go to jail for at least 15 years. You know, criminal jurisprudence, the time
1: that you commit an offense is the very time that you use when you are being punished. So if you committed an offence in 2015, and the punishment then was punishment, why? And you are tried in 2020, where when that law has even been repealed. Per our laws, when it comes to punishment, you cannot be punished under the new law, but rather the existing law at the time that the person committed the offence. In this particular case, Ashawan committed offences between February 2015 and May, May 20, uh, 2017. Mm. And 995 came into force in 2019. So obviously 995 is out. Now if you look at our constitution, article 19.6, if I may be permitted to read here. says no penalty shall be imposed for a criminal offense that is severer in degree or description than the maximum penalty that could have been imposed for that offense at the time when the offense was committed. So it's so clear. In our constitution, if you are being punished, we look at the law at the time that you committed that particular offense. That's why it's not not alone. If you look at our interpretation act, which is act 792, section 35 2e, it's also the effect that when any act is repealed or substituted, when it comes to punishment, you cannot punish more than what you had in the existing law. However, if the new law has reduced the punishment, you should punish the person under the new law.
0: Meanwhile, the petition against Akonta Mining seems to be stalled. one of the petitioners' lawyer, Martin Pibu says the police has yet to send the docket to the AG's office.
3: I shall once again is even better than ours. Like we mentioned earlier, we petitioned against Chairman Woodme and to both MPP Chairman and over one year, the CID boss hasn't taken the case to court. Uh, you mean so this is the Akonta Mining matter? Akonta Mining. Yes, we've made several appeals to uh, DCOP for Sina. And uh, Kofi, that she must take this case to court. You know, Evans, even just this evening, uh-huh, your program at Labadi, the National Dialogue on Galamsey. Martin the CEO of uh, MENCOM, the Minerals Commission, repeated that look, they still so stand where they are, that they never gave a Akunta Mining any mining lease to go into the Tanon Nimri Forest.
0: Well, Mr Alfred also responded to that saying that he cannot confirm that the docket had reached his office.
1: Whether the docket has been submitted to our office is something that I cannot confirm. We have not cited it. But if indeed the police have submitted any docket to our office, for tomorrow I will check from our, our, our DP session, if there is any docket, we will work yeah. on it. If there is no docket, then perhaps we we'll have to go back to the police because now today they are saying that they submitted a docket to our office. I will need to check because if people have been
6: investigated. And there's evidence that they need to prosecute it. Evidence that has been corroborated by the Lands and Natural Resources Minister, the Minerals Commission, CEO, the Forestry Commission publicly. Yes. So I don't know the investigation the police have done
1: so far. If they have taken statements from all these people and they've built a docket and submitted the docket to our office, we'll definitely work on it. And if we realize that the evidence sometimes we can use in prosecuting, we we'll prosecute it.
0: Ms. Al-Fatiyah Deputy Attorney-General, away from that this afternoon, some parents are expressing concern over enduring lengthy hours in queues for their wards to be admitted. The Education Minister was hauled before Parliament yesterday to reconsider the reopening of schools for first-year senior high school students, which some parents raised concerns about due to the limited time for preparations. The Speaker, Alban Babin, in his conclusion remarks indicated that a large number of the students had already reported in school it would be unwise to ask them to return. Now, today some parents are expressing concern about the registration process, having endured long queues, and, and to enroll their kids. We'll hear from them shortly, but first, listen to Education Minister Dr. Yowse Duchum justifying the early reopening date.
2: These timelines are strictly followed. The
3: contact hours will duly achieve, and our quest to get back to the pre-COVID academic calendar will be on track. Last year, School opened in February for first year students. This year, we are opening in December, which gives us the opportunity to then open October or September and therefore go back to the pre-COVID calendar, as we all are envisaging.
0: Well, we've been getting some concerns from parents and my colleague Kenneth Jesse joins me in studio. Kenneth, what have they been telling you?
6: Well, uh, good afternoon, ma'am. Yes, so, I mean, it's a sharp contrast between what happened yesterday and today. The queues are not that many, but um, the parents who we met there complained that they've been there for longer hours, about five hours, six hours.
0: Just to get their their words, the processes. Exactly,
6: just to get the processes done. It's been done in an orderly manner because it was a bit chaotic yesterday, for instance. But then uh, let's listen to some of the parents that I've been speaking to.
4: The arrangement is a problem that we are facing here. People that wake up around 5 o'clock they were here. As of now, they have not even receive their, their forms. But those that are coming recently, they are taking their forms. When we meet the, the, the security people at the gate, they give us the number. That is the number, this is how you're going to go according to it. But when we came and sat here, it's not going in that way. How we had the issue, it was a different issue altogether. Oh, I was I'm about I was here at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. Okay. Mm.
6: How has the process been so far?
4: When we came, we were asked to Go and take a passport picture. We did it. And then they attach it to the forms. And we are waiting for us to, to be called.
0: Let's do politics now the electoral commission is this afternoon expressing worry over what it describes as a deliberate attempt by some individuals to distract peace and security during elections to mar the image of institutions such as the ec and the ghana police service the chairperson of the ec jen mensa speaking at the meeting of the national election security task force on the upcoming district assembly election said no election can be taken for granted Well, the Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Akufudampare, shows the preparedness of the police before, during and after district elections. MP for Jama North in the Bono region Frederick Yao Ahinkwa is requesting a parliamentary probe into a chieftaincy dispute in his constituency that has led to the death of one person at Sampa. The police according to reports have arrested seven persons who allegedly fired indiscriminate gunshots in the area on November 30 during the installation of the paramount chief of Sampa which killed one and left seven others severely injured. In a statement on the floor the MP also demanded that the Ministers of National Security and Interior briefed the House on the development.
3: I began receiving a series of calls from my constituents about the moving danger which led to the closure of shops, people hiding in their rooms, and several others fleeing the town for the fear of their lives as a result of the possible clash between the two parties. I quickly called the District Executive and the Regional Minister to ascertain the situation the regional minister directed me to speak to his regional coordinating director and that he was in the best position to brief me on the situation. I spoke with the regional coordinating director as directed by the regional minister. The regional coordinating director's response was that they are aware of the situation and for that matter he has summoned an urgent regional security council meeting after which he will brief me of the outcome of the meeting. Mr. Speaker, I quickly left Parliament and went to the offices of the National Security Minister and the Interior Minister for their intervention. Looking at the tension, the fear of the people losing their lives and the national security implications, saying Sampa share a border with Cote d'Ivoire, taking cognizance of the current terrorist situation on our borders. Mr. Speaker, the National Security Minister told me that he's aware of the situation. Uh, it is within the ambit of the RSE to contain the situation.
0: Well, in Parliament, we understand that the Interior Minister has been given answers to the NP. Let's listen.
2: On that day, the police saw a group of youth, 150. The police actually engaged them for two hours. Their target wasn't the police. They were there to disrupt or prevent the sub-chiefs who were coming to the occasion. So the chief the police engaged them and told them to take it easy. After two hours, the youth left the police and started firing. Ten police officers, including an officer who went to Fountain Care Hospital to be treated 11 civilians who went to some District Hospital. The person who was shot was shot by the youth, not the police. Yes, on 4th December, Mr. Keefe, after the dispersal, the police picked several suspects on the spot. And later on, those who ran away, four were arrested and they appeared before God on 4th december in sunyai and i will remanded to reappear on 13th december
0: 2023 and you had interior minister ambrose deria joined on the line by parliamentary affairs correspondent Santi. kweku um we just heard the interior minister is the mp reacting to his response
7: well the mp was not giving another another shot at commenting but he was visibly not really satisfied with the answers that the Interior Minister had given. He was on his feet. The understanding is that he's going to address journalists very shortly. He is seeking that Parliament should institute a parliamentary probe into the disturbances that happened in Sampa. He expects that something concrete should come out of that other than
0: just the response
7: that the Minister has given on the floor.
0: And what else is is the business on the House today? So Guta is currently before the subsidiary Education
7: Committee to make their case against KT Hamon's imputation restriction law. That law that is seeking to restrict the imputation of more than 22 strategic items that are currently in the meeting. We've also shortly heard from Medina MP Francis Xavier Sousou, who is taking on the president strongly for refusing to sign his private member's bill that was signed into law, the one prescribing accusations of witchcraft and one abolishing the death penalty. All those laws have have not been signed by the president, who says there are constitutional issues with it, so she says the president is here to the bad president.
0: Thank you very much, Kekwa Santis, our parliamentary affairs correspondent. And on that note, we take a break. The midday news is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplas Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank, the only water storage tank with a level indu- indicator. Where Duraplas goes, water flows. I am Missy Thompson. We'll be right back with more.
6: in full quantity.
0: I'll come back sports Mubarak. thank you
5: very much mami you see, now Heart of folk board members are under pressure following the club's recent struggles now the phobians have only secured three wins after week 13 in the league and have already been eliminated from the fa Cup. now the dismissal of martin koopman who is the third coach to be sacked since 2022 has failed to yield improved results leading to calls for the board's resignation but dr nyahonya tamakula says they are competent enough for the job
2: Any coach
6: who has not been performing well is sacked. It's as simple as that. You employ a coach to get good results. We are not the first ever to do that. Years ago, I even did that. I sacked a coach called Ajay Peli. You see, when a coach is not performing well and you don't get good results, you look for a better coach. Manchester United, how many times have they not changed their coach? The board is, no, listen to me. The board is still intact. Talk to them. How many times have haven't they changed a coach? Some of us know how to resign, take a pen, and I've done it before. Those who are crying around, they can never run this club. We've tried them before. We know we have a responsibility. And we should, we are
5: going to make sure that we will perform and perform well. That's House of Football Board member Dr. Nyao Nyao Tamaklu.
0: Thank you, Mubarak. Now, the United States Ambassador to the United Nations, Thomas Greenfield, has expressed worry over the decline of democracy in parts of the African continent. Speaking at the Kofi Annan Peacekeeping Center ahead of a two day ministerial meeting on peacekeeping in Accra, he said that development is a threat to eradicating poverty in these developing nations. Just this year alone, about six West African countries experienced coup d'etat, with the latest being Sierra Leone, which is now high on alert. Following another attempted coup, Thomas Greenfield says the United States is concerned about the development. This group has not provided security. Uh, what they do
4: is they look for countries that leadership is weak. And uh, we're seeing that happen uh, in Mali as well
0: as in other countries where uh, we've seen more uh, attacks and more killings than before they came, and I will add, uh, they come at a price. Uh, they're not being, uh, they're not doing this for free. They're taking well-deserved uh, money, money that should be used for building uh, a country's economy, for creating jobs, for supporting people. Uh, these countries to provide support. For their leaders to stay in power longer than they should. Thomas Greenfield is United States Ambassador to the United Nations. Now, exactly a year today, Finance Minister Ken Ofriata announced the domestic debt exchange program, popularly known as the DDEP. The exchange was a major condition to unlock IMF $3 billion bailout, which required the restructuring of Ghana's debt at both domestic and external levels. Levels. The announcement at the time raised serious concerns among experts, bondholders, and other stakeholders. Here are bites of key issues that came up over the period.
7: No individual or institutional investor including pension funds and government treasury bills or instruments will lose their money as a result of our ongoing imf negotiation there will be no haircuts instantly the market knew the president
3: wasn't speaking the truth right after the president made a statement the
1: reactions were more or less to reject the statements and therefore, uh, uh, my expectation is that any investor who probably took a decision on the back of that
3: wasn't an investor, was probably a little doctor. Why can't you be very specific and tell us that if you don't participate, you will lose your money. Then some of us will commit suicide rather than go through the pain.
2: Oh, please, don't, 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 don't contemplate that. I'm
3: 66 in March, my, my brother or my, my son. I'll be 66. And there are so many people. Maybe I can survive, but I know friends who work in the public service who are doing
0: nothing. You and I, you walk around and you see the waste all along. And uh, you don't want to do anything and you want me to take a haircut. I don't know. What a little bit of hair left on my head. I want it on my head. I'm not going to take a haircut and actually those bring back memories but before we go december is a month a lot of people look forward to in the joy news dirty december series for today ceo Jandel limited afi amoru tells us why festive lighting is essential she unravels the magical interplay of lights and deco my colleague jacqueline has more
5: it's beginning to look a lot like
7: christmas
0: it is 21 days to Christmas and if you're yet to smell the scent of Christmas, at least open your eyes to the beautiful lights transforming the city's landscape. A drive through across shows beautiful lights that liven the Christmas atmosphere. Jandel Limited is responsible for many lights